Patriot Radio News Hour, Wednesday, February 8th. It's a hump day, everyone, and welcome to the show. We're so glad you're with us. The physical delivery of gold and silver, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, something you can hold in your hand, something you possess. It's so easy, and we provide it to you in simple steps. Step one, give us a call. 1-800-951-0592. The lovely Arlene is in today. She'll take your phone call, answer your questions, walk you through your order. Step two, go check us out online at allamericangold.com. It sounds like that. It spells like that. Really, that's all you type in, and you're at our website looking at the front page. Click on products. You're looking at what you can buy from us. Point and click. It's really simple. We deliver on what you order. You order, it gets to you, you're happy, we're happy, everyone's happy. And then get the news to disturb the comfortable. So much research, so much effort, so many different people have their hands on it, but it's all about providing you and to keep you in the know. It's all brought to you by one guy. He's the man behind the show. He's a second-generation family man. His name's Joe Jaquin. He's the guy behind the show. Joe, hump day. Hump day. Welcome to it. Another record high for the year in gold and silver. Uh, of course, none of us should be surprised. This is exactly what we told you was going to happen. Uh, we're going to be saying that a lot this year. Uh, just a few other things I want to point out to you. Make sure. Take the time. Follow us on Twitter. For those of you that are on Twitter, at Patriot Trading one Follow us on Twitter. Uh, don't forget about our blog. Matter of fact, as promised this morning, uh, I posted for everybody. If you go out to our website at allamericangold.com, uh, right above where the podcasts are, so you'll have like your medals program or uh, the better the link to our Better Business Bureau, our address, and our phone number. Uh, right below that, you'll have the follow at Patriot Trading One. That's our Twitter link. And then right below that, read our blog. If you click on that, it'll take you right to our our blog. We're, we're actually the whole front page is uh, will be redesigned. We'll have a new front page for you uh, here shortly as we keep adding functionality. We keep finding ways to make sure we give you the news that you need to know. You know, we've been talking a lot about how, listen, it's real simple how we got into the mess we're in. Right? The government likes to call it smoothing. We like to smooth out the data. It's a fancy way of saying, hey, we're just going to manipulate the data so it looks better than what it really is. And it's kind of like debt. It's the same thing, right? At first, a little debt felt good, didn't it? And then a little more and a little more, and then eventually, next thing you know, you wake up one morning, right? You're $40,000 in debt. The wife left you. The kids are gone. Even the dog don't like you anymore. And that's kind of where we are financially. This is where we are economically. Every time we wake up, they keep telling us how good it is, but when we look around, it doesn't feel very good. And they're all trying to figure out why. So today I started, this is the, the, uh, 
the first installment. You're going to see weekly me highlighting all the ways they've been misleading us. And the, and it doesn't start, and you'll notice a trend here as well. All of these things started decades ago. And, and then you, you, you'll see throughout the decade, throughout the, the last 20, 30, really 30-plus years, they've been manipulating it and manipulating it and manipulating it. Don't count this. Count it like this. Create that. Add it out of thin air over here. Do this over there. And eventually you get to the point where the data just simply doesn't match the reality. So go out to the read our blog site. Uh, this this first uh, article, this is one written by me. You're going to see a lot more of those. We do recaps and other things out there as well. But this one has to do with the job stumper. Because one of the things that you hear ad infinitum from the Federal Reserve is how the job market's healthy again, and that means economic growth is just around the corner, and yet every time we round the corner, there's no growth. And so it's all out there for you. I hope you take the time uh, to get into the know. It's fascinating. It really is. One day they just, eh, we're going to count it different today. And then, you know, 10 years later, eh, you know, we think there's a lot more out there, even though we can't really put our thumb on it. Let, let's let's throw this number in and that number in, and eventually you end up with a jobs market where two out of every three jobs, they can't even prove. It's all out there. Go out to our website, allamericangold.com, and, and hit the blog site, and you'll read all about it. Big update today. What's going to happen? when it's our turn to turn in the money, right? We've been slowly watching the whole world here. It started in Cyprus, went to Greece. Now it's in India and Australia. And you're seeing all the people, uh, the ECB, uh, what was it, six weeks ago, no more large bill there, the 500-euro note, which was the largest note around. That is now gone. They're not going to mint anymore. They're not going to make anymore. It's going to be out of circulation. And it's just a matter of time. But what happened in India when all of these people were forced to turn in the cash? Uh, got a big update on that, and it's just the, exactly what we thought it would be. That's coming up next. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Neil Pert on drums. No, it was just you banging the table. That was me banging the table. So there's another way to get to the blog. There is absolutely. In case you go out to the site and you're like, I can't find it. I don't know what Double's talking if about. If you want to go to the blog, just go to our website. Uh, when you type it in, allamericangold.com, hit forward slash, type the word blog, B-L-O-G, forward slash, enter, and it takes you right So if you it. went to Google... And you've typed in patriottradinggroup.com 
forward slash blog forward not, slash not not from Google not oh. not from Google it has to be in the HTTP bar oh it has gotcha. to be in the top that, bar I don't know what you call that bar but right you right. know the bar yeah the the one where you put in the actual website there you which go ours is allamericangold.com forward slash blog forward slash and you're there all right we're always giving you options we we we're, listen we're going to be everywhere I told you. Uh, we're going to be the ones that keep everybody in the know. And, you know, as we sit here, gold gold hit a new high for the year right now. It's at $1,241 silver, uh, all the way up to 1780 And they're both just getting started. Big, big news. It was had to do with oil over the last several days. Uh, I tweeted it out uh, a few days ago where I told you gasoline demand like disappeared overnight. And it felt like overnight. Things that, you know, really when you look at the health of the United States economy, that's one of the, the leading indicators. And it, 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 just, it fell, and I mean it fell a lot like 6%, which is a, a big number. But today, uh, crude oil inventories were up 13.8 million barrels, the second largest increase in the history of the country. And we've been on this trend. And now crude oil inventories, believe it or not, are higher now than they were a year ago. Uh, they're trying to keep that price above $50 a barrel. Uh, but, but things are... Things aren't matching up, but that was kind of one of the reports that, that came out uh, here in the last, uh, what was about 30 minutes ago. Uh, but getting back to what's going to happen, you know, we've been speculating for quite some time, as we know how fiat money works. Matter of fact, uh, Ken Rogoff, the guy, remember, the curse of cash, he was chief economist from the IMF. He's one of the guys, uh, anytime any country starts eliminating cash, he's on the TV. And he's out there telling you, you know, oh, yeah, this is the way of the future, and we have to do it, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and we've covered how many countless stories about blockchain and all of those things that are going to lead to this digital currency. And it's coming everywhere. Not, you know, and they use terrorism and, and what a drug dealing and black market and all of these things. But the real answer is simple. They need the money. Period. So in India, at the end of last year, India outlawed all of its large notes. And of course, a large note in India. I think their largest note was like 15 bucks US. So they outlawed the 1000 rupee and the 500 rupee which equates to $15 and $7.50. These were the the big notes. Now think about that. That's the big note in India. And they they set a deadline. Hey, you have until this day to put this in the bank. After this day, your money is worthless. 
period, end of discussion. Turn them in, put them in the bank. You have until this day, any the second that, you know, let's just say it was December 31st, okay? At 12.01 a.m. on January 1st, those bills are now worthless. You might as well just burn them because you can't do anything with them. Today, and this is how it works, right? So now we're what? It's the 8th of February. It's not on the front page. No. On page A8 of the Wall Street Journal today. The front line in India's war on cash is advancing. After people rushed to redeem canceled currencies at banks, Authorities are now scrutinizing the paper trail for signs of tax evasion, and they're chasing down the suspects. Prime Minister Modi sprang the cash plan in November, invalidating 86% of the nation's paper money overnight, giving Indians until December 30th, so they didn't even give them the 31st, they had until December 30th to turn in their $500,000 rupee bill. The economy was sent reeling, and they said the move was going to flush out tax evaders, corrupt bureaucrats, and other cash-hoarding criminals. How dare you have cash on hand? And it's going to strengthen the country in the long run, he said. To trace the money back to the lawbreakers. I like how they they write that. Yes, they're all lawbreakers, by the way. Officials sift through records of millions of bank deposits from November and December. They are first examining the large deposit. Any deposit made without proper identification into dormant accounts or no-frill accounts that are typically used by the poor are the first to draw the attention. If a deposit is deemed improbably large, given the account holder's reported income. So now they take your tax return. Then they look at the amount of money you just put into the bank. They say they they give the account holders 10 days to explain the source of the cash. What, do they have to write an essay? (laughs) How are they explaining? Do they send an email? I mean, explain the source of your cash. Okay, how would you like me to explain that? you got to write it down. How'd you you get it? you have to go in with an attorney written down? I mean, Uh, what is going on here? Hey, Smuckatelli. Where did you get all that money? What's the 411 on the cash, brother? Don't send me a tweet. Write it down. (laughs) No, more than 160 characters. Okay, I get it. (laughs) And then after you've filled out the, what do they say, the explanation 
Officers may need to wade through webs of transactions, search homes and offices if they think money is stashed there. Well, of course, well, I don't know what... Is it their money they're going to get? Well, I, I, don't, I don't understand that part of it because that money is worthless now. Maybe they think, oh, if you exchanged it all for the little money. Because you do, they they did allow you, you know, smaller notes, you know, like a dollar. You could have those. Could you imagine going into the bank? I'd like to change uh, ten thousand thousand rupees, you know, what? all this, into one rupee. This sounds like the propaganda books of the seventies, where you know the Third Reich was going to come into your house and take everything. It's just it's just fascinating to me that some of this stuff, even George Orwell wrote about stuff like right? this in the book nineteen eighty four. Big Brother. Here it comes. In the first two months, really not even two months, I mean, you had to December 30th. After the cash, now they're calling it something else. Now they're calling it cash cancellation. See, they didn't outlaw cash. They just canceled the 1,500 rupee notes and essentially turn them into worthless pieces of paper. Two months after the cash cancellation, the income department sniffed out $800 million in undisclosed income, and they've already seized $76 million. <laughs> That's uh, quite the feature there. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure they're like, hey, see, it's already helping. And this is what we can expect. And this is what they're after. This is their goal. Right? They want to flush it all out. They want to get it all in the system. They're going to be able to track it from cradle to grave. They're going to force everybody into the system. They've already put the rules in place. Right? Think about all the rules that they put in place before this, these events happen. Just here at home. Forget about other countries. Right here at home. Remember the bailouts? Remember that? How can you forget right? Can't the forget that. Too big to fail. And it was a travesty because... Wall Street wasn't going to open on Monday. And all the banks were essentially insolvent. It was. Listen, let's not kid yourself. It was all gone. All of it. Your 401k, your IRA, your money in your bank, it was gone. They were all going under. And they stepped in and they bailed them out. Matter we still we're still doing it. Right when the Federal Reserve gave banks twelve billion dollars just last year. Here, here's twelve billion. Here you go. Just for doing just for being a nice guy. Because we like you. They didn't give it to you or I. Matter of fact, you got money in the bank, you don't even get paid any interest. The bank gets paid interest from the Federal Reserve though. I'm getting off track. Getting off track. So they bailed them out. Then they promised us 
right? They were, I mean, you name it, you couldn't turn the TV dial and there was some politician up there telling you, we're going to save it, we're going to protect, this is never going to happen again, we're going to end too big to fail. You heard Ben Bernanke come out, Janet Yellen, Barney Frank, Chris Dodd, all these people, I mean, ad infinitum, the president. And what they really ended up doing was, you know what, next time, we're just going to take it from the, the depositors. That's what the, That's really what they did. Because we know they didn't end too big to fail because the banks are even bigger. Matter of fact, there's close to 40% fewer banks today than there was when the crisis hit. And instead of breaking these banks up so none of them would, would, would pose systemic risk, because here was the problem. The problem was pretty simple. One of the big banks went under, which essentially made all the other banks insolvent, because they're all tied together. I mean, that's really, when you break it down into the plainest terms, that's what happened. So now, they're just going to take the money out of your account. And they're making sure that your money's actually in there for them to take it out. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Effective use of Twitter requires an economy of style and expression comparable to a great bumper sticker. Phyllis Schlafly, a master of political communication herself, emphasized the value of honing her message to an effective soundbite, presenting more facts in fewer words than other conservatives. A good example of Trump's mastery of the media happened in November, when a student at Hampshire College in Amherst, Massachusetts, burned the American flag to protest the election results. The liberal college president responded by removing our flag from its place of honor on campus. More than a thousand veterans gathered to protest this cowardly response, but the incident drew little national attention until Trump unloaded a tweet. Nobody should be allowed to burn the American flag. If they do, there must be consequences, perhaps loss of citizenship or year in jail. Well, the media jumped on Trump with a fierce intensity, keeping the story alive for days until they realized that Trump was being helped, not hurt, by their criticism. Instead of taking bait from the media, Trump lobs Twitter bombs like this one a few weeks ago. Just watched NBC Nightly News. So biased, inaccurate, and bad, point after point. Just can't get much worse, although CNN is right up there. Well, Trump doesn't spare the late-night shows either. Just tried watching Saturday Night Live, unwatchable, totally biased, not funny, and the Baldwin impersonation just can't get any worse. Sad. When the media feel compelled to report Trump's tweets, repeating his own unfiltered words, it means he and not they control the daily news cycle. When they have to interrupt their own agenda to report how politicians and pundits respond to what Trump just said, media-created stories get lost in the shuffle. 
Without press conferences, liberals have difficulty setting the agenda for a Republican president. The first President Bush held three times as many press conferences in four years as his predecessor Reagan did in eight, and the outcome was a disastrous defeat in 1992. Americans do not want a president whose agenda is set by the press corps in Washington, D.C. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Social media like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are forms of speech protected by the First Amendment. Still, it's up to each of us to identify and stand against liberal media bias and fake news. Fortunately, you can go to pseagles.com and stay well informed. Check in often at pseagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour, Double J and the Love, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Before I get too far along, you know, yesterday we ran just a great special on fractional $5 Liberty Gold coins. You know, we had 70 of them, which, first of all, you never get that kind of quantity. Uh, and we, we, we didn't sell out which was kind of shocking to me, but at the same time allowed for another opportunity today. And I was, as we were calling around to see what was available and all, you know, and I'm going through and and I'm reading this story in India and I'm thinking about, you know, what the future is going to hold and, and how the government has put all of these rules into place and we've seen it in country after country where they just block cash withdrawals altogether, right? Or you only can take out 20 bucks or you're limited a couple hundred dollars a week. Uh, now when the bank fails, they're just going to take it out of the bank accounts. Let's not forget one of the big things that also happened in the, I guess, the crash, if you will. There's a lot of people out there. And, you, you know, the funny part is I'm shocked it wasn't everybody. But some people just don't know how to do it. We're pulling their money out of Wall Street. We're pulling their money out of the money market. Matter of fact, remember the stories about how this money market or that money market was breaking the buck. In other words, it was insolvent. Now, they even got rules for that. Nah. You know, anytime we want, we can stop you now from selling. No more going to the sideline during an economic crisis. Now, the problem is we don't know what would define an economic crisis. I mean, if the Dow went from 20,000 to 15,000, is that a crisis? Depends on who's losing money. Right? right? I, I don't know. I mean, right? We don't know. But here it sits. Now you start looking at at what is playing out, where now all of a sudden they're scrutinizing every dollar. Where did it come from? How did you get it? Write us a letter. Didn't come in for an interview. Then we're going to come search your home. We're going to come search your office. And then I start thinking about cash control. And you, you think about all of a sudden what happens 
You know, and already there's a whole bunch of retailers. They don't even take cash anymore. Right? Charge card only. Electronic credit only. And you think about how many times, you know, and I used to work in retail. It happens all the time. The system's down, right? It's not working. All of those things. How do you get things? What if nobody wants the electronic credit? And and I started thinking about, you know, the need as we put these portfolios. You know, yesterday we talked about putting portfolios together. Right? The number one name of the game, without a shadow of a doubt, is get as much as you can of the right gold at the right price. That's the key. Same thing, silver, gold, both ways. Very rarely do you have an opportunity to buy fractional-type material and be able to buy it at a price that that is close to what you know, you know, twenty-dollar gold or one-ounce gold or what have you. And we we had that opportunity with the five-dollar libs. Today we've got an even. I'm, it's the fractional gold in silver package. And let me tell you what's in it. We've got one of these $5 liberties. You know, when you think about uh, what that could buy you, right? Maybe it's a a hog, right? A chicken coop. Whatever, you know, things that you may need to buy seeds to plant crops with if things go south. Then we're going to have a two, and, and the, the, that's in this package. We're going to have a two-and-a-half-dollar gold piece. Could be a Liberty, could be an Indian. It's going to be our choice. And these are at, at a price that, that, quite honestly, I haven't seen in a long time, all the way down to 250 bucks on a two-and-a-half-dollar gold piece, $350 on the $5 gold piece. So you're going to get two gold pieces. Right, you think about that two and a half. That could buy you right a whole flock of chicken. The five dollar gets you the coop and the feed. Right, the two and a half dollar actually gets you the chicken, and then we're going to throw in a roll of quarters. And we're taking that price down to a hundred and forty dollars, which puts that at you know at a hundred and forty dollars because that's seven point one five ounces of silver. That puts that down to nineteen dollars and fifty-eight cents. You got silver at seventeen dollars and eighty cents, so you're less than two bucks over. You get forty silver quarters, right? That's like forty loaves of bread, right? Forty gallons of milk. So, so you you've got the whole package. And the best part, though, and I think what makes this such a unique opportunity is what you're paying for the fractional material. Usually you pay significantly more. You get all three items, both gold pieces, the 40 pieces of silver, 740 bucks. but here's the problem. I only got 30. I got 35s, 32 and a half, and 30 rolls of quarters. They're 740 bucks a roll at 800 <laughs> And I'll tell you what, Arlene's here to take your call. And listen, the phones are going to start lighting listen, up. So. If you, right, and if you've never ordered before, it's very, very simple. You just call the 800 number, 
will be answered. You just add, like, the special. We're just going to say, how many would you like? And you just give us the number, one, two, ten, whatever it may be. We'll give you the total. You pay for it. We ship it out to you, registered, insured, U.S. mail. And, you know, you just start thinking about all this stuff. You think about why is it in, in today's day and age, right? We're in the, what, the, what, the technology age, and we have access to immediate data points and, and calculations. And I don't even know what a computer does, how many calculations a second, but it's millions and millions and millions of calculations. And yet, the people that are in charge of, I guess, ensuring our country's solvency, ensuring that our country uh, is in the right footing economically, don't want to use that data. And you start thinking about what is it that they're hiding and what are going to be the consequences of that? We'll talk about that next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I'm going to say that it's probably going to be the best fractional gold sale this year because I really. I think gold and silver are going to to have a big, big year. I've been saying that all year long. Uh, you, you know, you think about a five dollar Liberty uh, at three fifty. That's fourteen hundred dollars. Like for if you're buying a twenty dollar gold piece, so you're 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 right there. I mean, you're essentially buying that for what you could for a twenty, which all of us know that doesn't happen. The two and a half dollar piece, I. I know somewhere along the line, I think I ran them for like 245 bucks years ago, but at 250, this is one of the lowest price points uh, in in recent history on on the two and a half. So you're gonna get you're getting great value there. A matter of fact, for most of last year, just cost on those were 260, 265. Uh, so you're buying them here at 250. And then the roll of silver quarters. Anytime you're buying silver and you're paying under, really, anytime you pay less than $3 an ounce over spot, that's a great price. Uh, in this package, it's less than $2 over spot. Uh, so the fractional gold and silver special today at 7 and it's only 740 bucks at 800 951 zero five nine two a couple of things that i a couple of guys that i like you know uh yesterday i tweeted out charles bitterman and trim tabs uh, and, and they're just sensational they do great work because they deal in factual evidence and they talk and he talked about how hey there's no real spying on wall street the insiders none of them are buying Stock, even companies aren't buying back their stock because he goes they think that that it's already too expensive then Stanley Drunken Miller and it's really Drunken Miller I, there's no end in there Drunken Miller who is again one of my I guess if I got a favorite hedge fund guy because most of them I detest he's it 
And he was out today saying, yep, yeah, I know I said don't buy gold, and, you know, that I was out of gold and silver, but I want everybody to know in December and January, I've been buying the whole time. And, and I think that, that really bodes well. And then yesterday, we had not one but two Fed governors out yesterday. Uh, we had Hacker from Philadelphia and Kashkari from Minnesota. So those were the two different uh, Federal Reserve banks. Hacker went out and he said that, no, 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 the, the rate hike needs to be on the table for March. And and in my, if you read my recap, if you're in our, uh, you know, go to our blog. I blogged about this yesterday. It may be on the table. It's just not going to be at the table where the Federal Reserve's eating at. Because there's no way there's a rate hike coming. And then yesterday afternoon, Neil Kashkari from Minnesota in his blog. See, I'm just getting down with the times. In his blog, he, he, he let everybody know. He said, yeah, no, we need to go really, really slow. And and really, the this is kind of the game that we've watched the Federal Reserve play. You know, this is very deliberate. Right? We could, we could speculate, oh, there's conflict. Right? They're conflicted. I don't think so. I think they already know. Hey, listen. We know we know the real data, and and we're, we we we're showing the fake data because we want to give the illusion of prosperity and strength, and maybe the American public will buy it, and we'll get this rally going and do all this stuff. But we want to give the illusion that things are better than what they are. And here's the funny thing: why I don't think this works anymore. Nobody likes to spend money more than Americans. Nobody. Right? If we can juggle, you know, three credit cards to go on a on a weekend trip to San Diego, we'll do it. Okay, well, we'll put $100 on this card and $200 on that one and 155 on that one. Let's go. Get in the car. We're going. Right? A weekend at Disneyland. Right? They're going to do it. <laughs> we love to spend money. Even if we don't have it, we want to spend it. Magic Mountain. And the bottom line really is, there is no money. We've spent it. And of course, all of these studies, as you'll see in my blog, all the you know the conversations and the topics that we'll discuss. Uh, you know, I, I'll tell you what's coming next. We're going to do inflation, right? So I can show you how, over the decades, the government and the Federal Reserve has, have systematically lied to the American public. They've misled us the entire time what the real rate of inflation is and and how they're hiding it and masking it and their logic behind why they're doing it. We're going to do the deficits, and then we're also going to do payroll because this is another one that really sticks in my craw when they talk about how much more money Americans have and this and that. When you really, when you take out the one half of one percent there is no more money and we got all of those things coming and there's there's all of these data points and when you when you look at those data points 
then you look at what the economy has done, you're like, yep, that makes sense. That makes sense. Then you look at, like, the trade deficit data from yesterday, right? Over $500 billion more dollars left this country. There's no other way to put it. And every single year, so you think about the, the national debt grew by a trillion dollars. And in addition to that, we sent half a trillion dollars to another country. And they're only getting bigger. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment coming up. Don't you hate it when these billionaires tell you after they've bought it all? <laughs> right? You know? You could have sent me a tag. Right, you could have let me know. By the way, gold's up 8% already this year. And, uh, well, quite honestly, there's probably another 30% left here. Uh, gold's up 8 uh, $1,242 now. Remember what I told you? And I told you exactly how it was going to happen. After that Federal Reserve meeting, I said, this is when you need to buy gold. Now, I did come out. That was on a Wednesday in December. Gold did fall Thursday and Friday. And I said, you know, I was wrong. Made a mistake, right? You, you had to wait till Monday. Of course, gold fell from eleven hundred and fifty, eleven hundred and sixty dollars to about eleven hundred and twenty-five. It's now at twelve hundred and forty-two dollars. We're less than twenty dollars away from where it was on the night of the election. And if you remember uh, last week, I told you here's where it's going first. First, we're going to get there. Right, we're going to get to the twelve seventy. And then remember on the election night when it was apparent Donald Trump was going to win. And what did gold do? It skyrocketed. Well, well, we were sleeping, right? It was up 60 bucks. And then the plunge protection team went to work. And by the time all of us, well, not me, I was up because I was too jacked up at the time. But by the time I got to the office, which at that day was about five o'clock that morning, gold, which was twelve seventy, it went to thirteen thirty. I think it may have even got to thirteen forty. Was about thirteen hundred dollars. By the time the show started, it was like twelve hundred and eighty-four dollars. And by the time the day ended, it was right back where it started. And I told I told you all last week, gold's going back to that thirteen thirty, thirteen forty, and and quite honestly, then it starts. We're just going back to where it should have been all along, and then it's going to rally from there, uh, and that's why you got a guy like Stanley uh, Miller that came out today and said, "Dude, I've been loading up." And he listed all of the reasons, the not only the, you know, the, I, I'll, I'll call it the unknown Trump effect, right, whether it be the tweets or the lashing out or the, the currency manipulation. Big article we're going to talk about tomorrow 
the Trump administration may be getting ready to name China as a currency manipulator. If they do, look out. I mean, I think the trade wars are getting ready to start. And uh, economically, we, we know we, we've got a mess. Socially, it's a mess out there, right? you got half the country that's, that's losing their mind and all of that other stuff. Make sure you take the time, put some away. A great way to do it today are fractional sale, the $5 lib, the $2.5 gold piece, the roll of quarters at 740. Call us, 800-951-0592. We'll be back tomorrow.